developed by the marching Illini during the 1920s. There is no more celebrated tradition on any college campus than the three-in-one, a medley of pride of the Illini, parts of the Illini, and hail to the orange. It has stirred the hearts of Illini fans for generations. Here is the incomparable three-in-one. Fighting Illini fans, how's it going? Bill and Logan are back on the mic for another episode of the Oski Hour. Another jam-packed episode today. We're pumped to be back on for this emergency podcast, we'll call it. You know, we've been... A lot of big news. A lot of big news. Um, and you're tuning into the right place to hear it. So, I think we can start it off with breaking news that happened today, Tuesday the 13th. Logan, what happened today? Yeah, I mean... I had a feeling it was coming. Still was holding out hope it wasn't this offseason, but uh, Ryan Walters got hired as the head coach of Purdue today, going to uh, another Big Ten West opponent, uh, Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, I'm bummed. Phil, what do you think about that? Well, the worst part is is, is it's Purdue. It's interdivision Big Ten West. So that means we're going to be going against them every single year. It, you know, because rumor had it was he might go to his alma mater, Colorado. Um, and, you know, that. And at the end of the day, you'd be happy for him. Like, he had a heck of a season. Of course, he's going to get poached. He had the number one defense, like, number, all season. Was it number for one chunk defense, of the season. number two scoring Like, defense. how does that ha- – like, and he's worked his way up. I was reading a little bit today through the, through the ranks. I think – where was he previously before Bielema – um, he, was, he was a defensive coordinator at Mizzou. Yeah, for like four or five years. So, yeah, worked his way up. Killed it at the Illini this year. Unfortunately, just one year. Um, no, he was, he was or, here last year was as well. Here? Okay. Because um, last year it was him and the offensive coordinator was Tony Peter- Peterson. So that was Belima's first year. Oh, yeah. And then they fired Tony Peterson. Lonnie took over. And it's been him and Walters. Yeah. And uh, I did take a sigh of relief when Coach Prime took the reins at Colorado. Yeah. I thought we were pretty safe from maybe a, him getting poached for a head coaching job. But I saw something pretty funny today on Twitter that was Illinois did this to themselves when they beat Wisconsin. They, um, that caused um, – what's his name to get fired? Um, uh, Paul Christ. Paul Christ. Paul Christ got fired. Wisconsin hired Luke Fickle. Satterfield jumped from Louisville to Cincinnati. Brom jumped from Purdue to Louisville. And then Walters oh. jumped to from Purdue from Illinois. So, I didn't. Wow, that's really funny. Illinois together. started the cycle off. I didn't realize Purdue's coach, Baum, how do you say it, Baum? Brom. Uh, Brom. Yeah. He's going to Louisville? Yeah. Isn't that a step down? I was confused by the move. Like, you're coaching a Big Ten school. You moved to Louisville after some guy just left Louisville to go to Cincinnati, which I understand is moving to the Big 12. But, like, true, this whole cycle didn't uh, – I don't know. And then you got Fickle going to Wisconsin, which, like, obviously is a big-time job. But, like, there was rumors that he had Notre- offers from Notre Dame last year. Um it could be a timing thing. He realized he kind of 
rode his wave at Cincinnati and is mm-hmm. going to be a long way up to a national championship. Who knows where it stems from, but. Yeah, he rode his wave for sure. I mean, you take Cincinnati, call it a playoff, you've done your job. Exactly. Like, I, you know, where does the motivation come from? Um, but, yeah, finishing our thought on Walters, heck of a D coordinator. So, we're going to be seeing him every year. I think Bielma's going to have a ton of extra motivation to pound Purdue. I We certainly do. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I think there's no, like – No bad blood. No bad obviously. blood there. Um, well, it just it – just, yeah, and also, it'd be like uh, Johnny Newton or, or Tommy DeVito going there and beating. Him. That's like another hope is that I hope he doesn't poach, like not yeah. not like with bad intentions, but I just hope some recruits and current players don't follow him there because there's no doubt that kids have been impressed and or committing to play for Walters more so than both. including the Louisville corner safety. Oh yeah, that we got like that, like that's somebody a big transfer, um, or my, was he a freshman just committed? No, he's a Louisville transfer. A Louisville transfer, really good, high-rated safety, blanking on his name. Something like that, we don't want to lose. Yeah, and, but honestly, like if you think back to the basketball, um, I wouldn't call it a debacle, but the shakeup that happened when we lost Gentry, Chin, and Antigua in one se- season. That ended up being maybe the best thing that happened for us to like, kind of build on some momentum with the groundwork they laid, and then pull, start pulling in the big fish with Chester Frazier and Tim Anderson. Yeah, that's all been positive, thankfully. Yeah, uh, Anderson's done a heck of a job. Frazier, heck of a job. But like, who do you think we're gonna look at to hire for the D coordinator? Have you looked at? Anything? I haven't looked at anything. Uh, Bielma did say in the coming weeks they'll announce, so they got names. Mm-hmm. Well, Which it's and and the big thing is the man up top still there. Yeah, and that's how it was with Underwood. But I think the two big names to watch for in terms of guys that we'll go after or hire is number one Jim Leonard, the D coordinator at Wisconsin last year that took over the job after Paul Chris got fired. Okay, he used to work with Palima back in the day. Big Ten guy just said he's not returning to Wisconsin. So I think that's one name to watch. And then the second is Kevin Kane, our linebackers coach. Okay. He was the previous coach or previous defensive coordinator at Northern Illinois. And then after that, SMU. So he's been a D coordinator at some big time schools and is pretty well received in the state of Illinois. Um, you, you probably lean to Jim Leonard. Over the later linebacker coach? Yeah. Like, you said you don't – you were thinking maybe not – let's not hire within. Well, I mean, I think part of the reason to, like, kind of lean Leonard in this situation is because, like, Kevin Kane's already on the staff. We already have his, like, input, knowledge, and, like, coaching – impacting the program why not bring in an outside source to fill a big role and like combine the two opposed to like kind of taking one i agree um and what do you think of Deion sanders at colorado did you see what he said to the players yeah uh almost kind of the opposite of the ryan walters approach <laughs> the first thing walters said to him was he had the kid that led illinois up the running back stand up who's a walk-on and gave him a scholarship first thing he oh, said oh that's awesome yeah first thing he said that's that awesome and what was his name do you remember 
Uh, I just was watching the video. And then the Louisville DB is Nicario Harper. Um, so he was our first offseason addition. He announced on December 3rd, a couple weeks ago. Um, so that was a huge pickup. Hopefully Walters doesn't bring him with. Um, while we're here, we did it last episode. Whoa. Our last episode was all over the place, not very organized. Bill Raffer wouldn't be happy. Um, get, this pu- get those puppies organized. Yeah, so let's have a more formal preview for a bowl game, but we got to start by saying rest in peace to Mike Leach, heck of a football coach, heck yeah. of a career. He was at Washington State for a while. He was at Mississippi State, obviously, recently. Um, went in criti- critical condition a couple of days ago. I think heart heart issues. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, he was world-class football, nitty gritty, do your job. Um, so that'll be an interesting twist on this game. People are concerned that it wouldn't be played, but I think it's going to be played. So. Yeah, the interim head coach announced. Okay. okay, cool. Um, we had to have, and they, I think the players want to play. So the interesting dynamic, obviously with these bowl games is who plays, who doesn't play. Logan had some insights last time with expectations of who will or won't play but on that note i and i don't know like what's what but i heard that devito like they they're pretty confident that they could get devito a waiver to come back next year oh really i don't think like i haven't heard whether or not they or like whether or not devito is like wants them to do that or what the case is i feel like he'll probably choose pursue it and you don't have to take it but like i guess he got hurt so he has a covid year and then a red shirt year or something and then he got hurt four games into one season so like that's where they would apply for the waiver and i feel like the nca and hands that up like it's kennedy nowadays we hope so but because that would be we know devito's proven and he's perfect for blm perfect for the line i great guy so if we could get him back, yeah, that's the number one thing every year is is is, is the quarterback. I mean, it is for every school. We're not. I mean, Penn State's been lucky to have three quarterbacks stick around: Hackenberg, McSorley, and and Clifford. Like, like that's nice. Even like a Michigan, though, it's almost a different story. They have the higher recruits, but I mean, they didn't know who their quarterback would be. Caden McNamara. That's the opposite of our situation. Oh well, yeah, but... true. They had two good guys, uh, I guess. How do you think we match up with Mississippi State? It'll be interesting. That's So that was the point of the debate of who's going to play. Because if we had our full team, we have our lockdown corners and safeties, Devin Witherspoon, Martin, out. Brown. Out. 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 Martin, out. All right. Well, that's that. I'm so their air rate attack, Will Rogers. So Will Rogers has started three years now for Mississippi State. He throws this guy named Marks. Um, excuse me. That's right running back um thomas rara thomas 620 yards this year seven touchdowns any game you watch in mississippi state in the sec they will throw it and they'll throw it more and they'll throw it more and it's gonna be high fast paced um and their running back's a pretty big guy he's kind of like a josh mccray like bigger back 
I, like he's stocky for sure. Um, but I think I don't know. You never know who's going to play. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Here's their. I mean, here's their points scored this year: forty-nine points, thirty-nine points. 16 points, 45, 42, 40, 27, 30, 39, 45, 56. Um, they have some quality wins. They beat Auburn. Um, That's terrible. They're fine. <laughs> the trash. They beat Arkansas. They beat A&M. Um, they got killed by Bama. And they beat Ole Miss in the Ole Egg Bowl. Yeah. No, they and, – and Rodgers – he probably averaged around 300 yards per game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 going to be a gritty one. January 2nd, 11 a.m. Um, on defense, it's hard to tell. You know, SEC is good on offense. So, how much, how much, how, you know, are they going to be able to stop our run attack? I think our receivers are just as good as anyone else's. Pat Bryant, you know, mm-hmm. Hightower. I, IW. And like the fun thing is like even though guys are opting out, it just means you see the next guy up for like next year. Cause like like realistically, like yes, I really would like to win the outback bowl. But like I'm calling it that too. Um I don't know. I think it's interesting to also like watch like the talent you got backing up if some of these guys do opt out, which I'm not a fan of, by the way, but heck no. Just saying glass half full, you do get to see a little preview of 2023 Illinois ball. Very true. Um, but, yeah, it should be a good one January 2nd, yeah. not like the usual January 1st with the Sunday. Yeah, which I figured out NFL Sunday, duh, yeah. so that's why they're not playing. Even like the Rolls Bowls on the second. Um, and then I, so I think we switched to basketball now. Does that close out our football talk? Yeah, I don't, but, yeah, a lot of interesting basketball talks points. to cover. Yeah, and the breaking story, which is not even half Illini affiliated, but Logan. Yeah, we caused, after Illinois upside toxins, they caused Chris Beard to lose his mind. And, uh, Five words. <laughs> Andy, uh, sorry, we're not laughing about the Chris Beard situation. No, not at all. Phil's distracted, live at the Warriors. Um, but no, yeah, Chris Beard charged with. Uh, assault on a family member after beating his fiance, strangling her and getting removed from his home in the middle of the night. The, or I guess the more early, early Monday morning, the day they were supposed to play Rice. Obviously, he did not coach and they went into overtime and squeaked one out. But um, they are they looked great defensively against us. Very good Texas team. A lot of a mix of young talent, and five, six year COVID guys. Um, good guard play and some forwards that can score the ball, Timmy Allen, Christian Bishop, and then that freak freshman, Dylan Mitchell. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch the Texas situation progress. What do you think? How do you think they're going to fare the rest of the season? If I, I, it's interesting because it's a true case of, you know, how much value does the coach add, uh, especially for this talented of a roster that's already proven that they can beat a lot of people. Um I think they'll fare well. I like those players a lot. I think Tyrese is a Tyrese Hunter between Tyrese Hunter and Marcus Carr. I think they're old enough, been around the block enough that they can lead the team and actually be good. I like easily. I think they're like one of my really final four picks again. Had them last year. Um, uh, it's it's the same team. Chris, 
now now if no beard that changes it um so I, yeah i hope they linger around so that way they they stay a quality win for us i know ucla i think is 16 i think virginia's latest ap is uh ranked two so a ton of quality the resume is already built out and it's another interesting tidbit because they got those two young guards um serge Barry rice and then yeah arterio morris funny i guess not funny but ironically arterio morris got charged with sexual assault in uh june at the he's a five-star or four-star freshman guard that came in who got charged with sexual assault in june while affiliated with the texas basketball program where and they didn't even do any follow-up which is pretty yeah wild. It, that whole yeah, that's always we a weird dynamic. Mayhem in Austin. Mayhem in Austin. Uh, but bring it back to Champagne, yeah. where we lost ugly, ugly, ugly loss on Saturday. Team didn't show up. They're still sleeping. Apparently, it was a sold out game. Crowd was very quiet. However, hard to get. You know, I mean, how many beers are you at December tenth, mid finals? Not many. It is what it is. Um, too much one-on-one ball, and it comes with Brad Underwood letting them, which I'm all all for, and I'm going to get to the Jaden Epps. I'm going to talk about Jaden Epps. Um, but, you know, kind of it's it's a consequence. We're going to let them do what they want, go as fast as you can, pull up the three, get a layup. But same time, you can't live and die that way. And we died really, really, really hard. Meyer has some of shots. They're just like, here's making them in Texas. And he's like, he just does a step back, crossover, like, dude, it's a bad shot. That's a bad shot. They like so we Taylor. need well, – hold on. So we need less one-on-one ball, one. I agree, I agree. And two, we need a leader. And that's what Underwood was asking for. And we need – and maybe there is. But Meyer, and I think it should be both of them, Meyer and Shannon, kind of the older guys, they don't have to be the best player. Doesn't doesn't mean you got to be the just, – just, just kind of, you know, Settle things down, take control, good shots. And uh, we, we were good on defense. I will Luke say Goody, we're good on defense. Luke Goody coming back, he's a leader as a freshman. Leader as a freshman. Him back in the lineup will help a lot in terms of on-court. Ease him in. Ease him in. On-court, yeah. he's big leader. Um, but overall, I mean, you know, Penn State did hit their shots. We couldn't guard Jalen Pickett, which yeah, is unfortunate. Was, they were we just, just back and down the post. Coming out for wide open threes. It was, um, uh, I don't know. What do you think about our defense right now in terms it's, of? It's fine. It's there. I lo- I mean, our it's actually really good. Our length is really long, and we get a ton of blocks. We take charges. It's. I, I, we we, we are playing a little greedy. Lineups. What's up? Like the defensive lineups, like we've done a few times. That's yeah. Sincere, Jaden Epps, Sky Clark, and Ty Rogers. There's so, the four freshmen. The f- Despite being pretty, like, I don't want to say small, but, like, they're not big. By it's any the means. best. They we, clamp. I text Logan. I'm like, we need a spark. We put the freshmen in. Yeah. They want to play hard. I That's when we went on a run was when we had the freshmen in. That brings me to another point, though. We need to get consistent with these lineups. But that's like, Phil, you are saying to me today, like, this team's built for March, and I think it's like, we're still in the trial and error process, and like, how are they going to respond to certain situations? Who's going to step up when? Who gels well together? No, yeah, we're no, we're definitely in the trial and error. Yeah, yeah. 
but we need to figure it out. We need a little. I feel like I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe it's not an issue. I feel like we go four freshmen and Dane Danger sometimes, which is a good. It's lineup. crazy though. Like who would have thought that that was happening? Yeah. We, but there was that point. It was like RJ was bringing the ball up. With he's flight. also kind of been super. Not but kind of. He's been very. He inconsistent. But he is what he is. Like that's a, RJ. He's a good supporting cast player. Exactly. And Which that's why I didn't Jay, like. Yeah. Kind like of RJ, he's a sophomore who has a shot, can dunk it, length, works hard. He's yeah, but he's not. He's a he's a, he's a two to third. He's he's not the, a guy. And not not bashing. I, RJ is a beast. Yeah, and but, you know what I told? I don't know if I told you this, but like. I think like I'm all for like the five out the um, like mm-hmm. positionless basketball, the switching on defense with like kind of the also like positionless basketball on defense. But I think like it helps to start like even if your just first couple possessions on the offensive possession are four one four out one in, and then you start moving the ball and then you pop someone out on like a pick and pop because like. I still think the offense initiates better when you have someone in the paint and because you don't want to drive without moving the ball anyway. Need a paint touch. Yeah, paint need touch, a paint touch and then get it going. That, I mean, that's a that's a day one basketball lesson. Mm-hmm. Need a paint touch, move the ball. The ball was sticky on yeah. Saturday. Oh my gosh! Like, it, I, I, know, I, I mean, like to use his popcorn, get it moving. It was just about the opposite. It was peanut butter. <laughs> Um, so now we are, yeah, what do we got on the docket for Illinois coming up? Yeah. Well, so now we're uh seven and three, oh, and two in the big 10 Our non cons fine. Like, like we quality got that like bad. very, very quality. That was one of our hardest what have we got? non-cons in a while. Well, so, so we like, we like I am very happy, but for like, finally, one, like, we didn't run the, we didn't run the t- gauntlet. But like I've asked three for, games left, so we could finish ten and one in the non-con with wins over UCLA, true, Texas, true. and one loss to Virginia. True, yeah. So the non-con gauntlet gets a lot easier. Alabama A and M this Saturday um, on TV, Big Ten Network. Ah, so we got Missouri Thursday, December twenty second. I think it's always on the twenty second. Missouri is was undefeated, lost to Kansas this past Saturday. Bad, bad. Um, and I don't know why they've screwed this up, but we're on SEC Network again. It's every other year. It's so This should be a prime time game. Right? Eight like even if they're ass teams. This should be an eight o'clock. This it's should be like, this should be kind of a and they talk about headliner type. Well, game. it used to be on Saturday every year. Really? Every year is on Saturday. Have you ever been to the game? Dragon uh, Rights? No, I have not. Yeah, never been either. But yeah, bragging rights, gotta win. Um, it's weird too. The new players, they're this can all be their, their first bragging rights game. So hopefully they can kind of. That is an interesting point. I wonder. I just wish. I just wish they kind of can feel like like cause Missouri fans don't show up. Yeah. I want it to be a rivalry still. So I hope they act like it. Like Frazier gave a shit about it because he played in it for five and Mark years. Smith too, like March, like that game. was that was pretty hard. But again, that was kind of when it was like feeling like it was coming down. And the now down all the, that little connection's gone. 
Mizzou sucked for so long now that like it hopefully is not losing its I hope, I hope not. They give them the big trophy. Hopefully there's a crowd that shows up in St. Louis. Um, and we finished non-conference the following Thursday, December 29th, against Beth Beth Cookman, Bethune Cookman. I've actually never said Wait, that before, name. Before we jump to Bethune Cookman or whatever we're talking about, how many players, I wonder, are <laughs> returning to the bragging rights game? Because Mizzou has Dennis Gates in his first year, so I'm sure they had a lot of turnover. And All right, so for our side is, is RJ and Luke, but Luke's not playing. But that's two. Toast. So they got – Yeah, it's gonna be hard to find. All right, so picking up on picking up on Big Ten. Well, Logan, do you wanna get kick off Big Ten? I'll get you a charger. Um, yeah, I mean, kick off Big Ten. I think just like in terms of um, like where the conference stands. I mean. As of yesterday, Purdue's the number one team in the country, which is wild. It'll be interesting to see how they hold up, mm-hmm. if they can kind of defend that spot. Um, and then kind of in the rear view is I'd put put them in a group, Indiana and Illinois, maybe some teams that we've seen have very impressive highs. I'd say almost Illinois more so than um, Indiana but also teams that have looked terrible. Like, what do you think? Of who? Illinois, Indiana. Like, two teams that have looked as good as anyone in the country and is is as shitty as, like, a We are very similar. I knew Indiana was a little fraudy um, with being the preseason Big Ten favorite. I mean, they are what they are also. It's it's Trace Jackson. He's good inside. Um, I'd actually, for once, be scared about. I can. I wasn't worried about him at all when we had Kofi, but I will say he's a Dane Danger times five. Let's say, he's TJD. Oh, ah, uh, times two. Then they got their guards, uh, and they got their good freshmen. What's Hudge, their Hudge Fino. Yeah. And so then, and the, yeah, and they got the Xavier power. Johnson yeah. and Reese Thompson, and then the and the Galloway guy. So they're 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 I think for, they're at fourteen right now. I think that's a pretty accurate. Ranking. I mean, they just got their ass kicked by Arizona and Vegas on Saturday. That's a good Arizona team, though. I agree. That's I a think they're that, a that top form. five team in the country. I don't know. That I mean, even it's kind of scary like, losing both Mathern and Coloco and J- and Dalen Terry. Has Dalen Terry played at all for the Bulls? Um, I don't think so. Is he even on the roster? No, he's, Terry. There was like a athletic article that came out today about him. Um, um, either way, losing their three best players, and I watched that Arizona team. They're good. That yeah. Ballo guy can get buckets. He's a big presence. So I hate that number ten to 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 Lubis or whatever. He just he had bony, a big he's European a bony, guy. yeah, bony. Uh, somebody took Kirk his elbow. Kirk is still on the team. Oh too. yeah, jeez. Yeah, so they're good. Definitely good. But then they got there, so they're at number nine in the country. They laid an egg against Utah. But then Indiana, like they, I mean UNC, obviously is not as good, but they pounded uh, UNC when they played them. And then I think the next tier is probably which, like, you could throw Maryland maybe with us in Indiana, but I just think they're more similar in terms of maybe not the expected upside of those two. And you throw that next tier of maybe Wisconsin, Ohio State, Iowa, and Maryland. Have you thrown maybe Michigan, is Michigan in a tier? 
Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, sure State in and Michigan could be maybe in that next like same tier, but like they might have a lower upside. I don't know. We've seen so and Rutgers. I would throw like kind of in that group, and then the and Penn State. Like there's just that big yeah, there's classic no, middle pack of the Big Ten. Yeah, it's super classic. I one thing I do hope it's a classic. There's no basement in the Big Ten. Every every game. Minnesota tough. is the basement this year. Are they terrible? Oh yeah, they're four and six. Um, so I do hope this wasn't bothering me before, but I do actually hope now that the Big Ten can make a run in the tournament. I know we're far away from that, but just because we say it so much, the Big Ten is really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they are. I mean, they got the number one team in America, and they got how many other teams? Right, five, six. Yeah. Um, Six Big Ten so, teams, right? Yeah, and so back to the Illini perspective, we're on two. I think what's a reasonable goal for us? I think my goal – 18 and two. It's reasonable. So last year we were 15 and five. I think if you can finish 15 and five in any year, that is oh, a you're W of a season. Mm-hmm. A W of a season, you can't ask for anything more. I mean that means because that means you went twenty five and six with two top ten non con wins. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This year, um, my goal is thirteen and seven. So that put us at twenty three wins. I think that's okay. a good number. But I think thirteen, thirteen and seven, six. and we're a four seed for sure. Potentially a three seed. Mm-hmm. Easily. I say pushing. That three. Also I means... say pushing three. Yeah, depending I on. Think, yeah, I think what's important here too is I don't we've really checked care off. About we've the checked. Yeah, we've anymore. checked that off last year. We checked off the tournament. This team's good for March. This is a March team. This is a March team. This is kind of like one of those teams we saw Izzo have in the early 2010s. It's an where Izzo. Like, it's a Chris Beer Texas Tech two years ago. It's yeah. um, yeah, good guards. It's you need a good backcourt. Good guards, but like just a lot of wings that can play ball. Mm-hmm. Um, t- NBA talent. I mean, you, we've seen Coleman on the first round draft boards, Terrence Shannon Jr. Not all of them, but like you see him in and out. Matt Mayer. Matt Mayer's been on uh, some of those boards as well. Um, but yeah, the talent's there. I trust Underwood to get it uh, in tip top shape by the off season. It's or by the postseason. It's kind of the last thing he's. Um, got to check off his list is that March run. And then it's like, I already want him to stay forever. I trust him. But Mm -hmm. like, then it's officially like, there's really not someone out there that can say that he hasn't done almost as good of a job as anyone could have done taking over this program. Yeah. That's, that's always a caveat. It's like, Oh, but where's, where's your March run? And Uh, then, and then you got the, the Illini fans who are always just overly concerned for no reason. Underwood, you can't get it done. Oh, he's gotta make adjustments. Oh, fuck it, I'm out of here. It's the main, the main um, group of those fans are those that hopped on the bandwagon completely agree. around about 2019, 2020 when we got good. Yeah, those... maybe we hear because, but yeah, I mean, it's like what I think. I always think say this for all sports too. It's like, all right, you fire him. Who are you going to get? All right, well, that's, like, extreme. But, like, anyways, people who have, like – No, 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 for any coaching job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, oh, I want to get rid of Mike Tomlin. 
Yeah. What? A proven Super Bowl winner? Yeah. Like what? I don't. It's like all people. It's people who jump on the bandwagon and expect constant success, not people that have hung around in the dirts of the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Um, other news: yeah. We just signed a home and home with Tennessee, yeah. which will be exciting the next two years. We're in Knoxville next year on a Saturday, and then we're they're in uh, Champaign on a Saturday. So that's two exciting December games. We'll probably try. What, I'm gonna hit Knoxville. Champagne. I think next year. Yeah, That's a Saturday. Yeah. My cousin goes there. Really? It'd be fun to go down. Yeah. 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 We should. We should double it's down on Rocky Top. The Rocky need, Top uh, parlay. We need more boots in the ground for football next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to go to some big ones. But uh, yeah, that's kind of all we got on the Illini front. Um, should be a uneventful second half of December. Mm-hmm. Some. Um, non-con games the bragging rights game and then hopefully a defensive coordinator name yeah uh, coming weeks brad said coming or dealing with said coming weeks taking us straight into 2023 with the yeah. bowl game and uh big time play yeah so line fans thank you so much for listening we're topping out here at 32 minutes um time counting me, me means a lot to listen every time so hope to talk maybe next week um and looking forward to a good 23 yeah ill